0: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty
1: Holiday. Hey, y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And today we're going to dig into a fandom that, I don't know, you either get or you don't. Maybe you want to get, but you just don't know what to ask. We're talking cosplay and Disney bounding today. And I have two guests who love, well, who love to dress in theme, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, They both tend to lean towards the Disney bounding type costumes and dressing. And we'll explain more what that means in a minute. But we also have some cosplay suggestions up our sleeves as well. And I know for everybody who said, but wait, Patty, I thought you weren't going to talk about Disney all the time. Look, look, Disney bounding isn't just for Disney-specific excursions. <laughs> it just so happens that D23 is around the corner, and a lot of people will be using this idea to express their Disney side, right? Uh, but you can bound in anything. It's just that it, it started with Disney bounding and has taken off from there. So, But I know I have seen other fandoms who have taken the same idea and put it, put it to good use. So we're going to get some definitions in here, and we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute. But I want to introduce you real quick to our guest. Welcome back, Teresa and Lindsay. Hello. Hey, hey. You might recognize both of these ladies from recent episodes where we talked about our love of the Disney fandom uh, to... an Incredible extent of time. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking about that. Worth we, every minute. Worth every minute. We did. We did. But we talked a lot about uh, how much we love the Disney parks. And that went naturally to this topic, which is cosplay and Disney bounding. Because in my mind, when I think of Teresa and Lindsay, and I'm going to let them give your, their uh, Instagram handles here in just a minute. But when I think of them and their love of Disney and when they go to the parks, uh, guys, they dress up and they dress so so cutely and so smartly and you're gonna love these looks that they put together and that is why they're here because they're they're kind of the experts they're gonna tell us how they pull this off so with d23 expo just around the corner people are probably starting to look and get their costumes or their disney bounds together i know i am so this hopefully will be of some help to someone. (laughs) That's my that's my goal. All right. So Teresa, please introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about you where they can find you online. And uh, I don't know a little bit of your history to dressing like this. Sure. So
0: as Patty said, you know, I post a lot of my especially when I'm at the Disney parks, my looks on Instagram. So you can find me there at insightful life. I also have a blog at insightfullife.com, And I know I have at least one disney bounding walkthrough on there and i'm also on twitter which is probably my main social media at garty the
1: dino and if you aren't following her on Twitter, please go follow her on Twitter because <laughs> – She's a doll face. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, she's just OG Twitter. And I love that she's still there and she still has actual conversations with people. It's not all about, you know, shoving our links down your throat like mm, – Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, because I admit sometimes I do that too. But I when I feel chatty, I like to go and talk to Teresa on Twitter. It's fine. Yes.
0: And I like said, in there, I'll talk about more than just, um, you know, beyond just Disney. I also, some of my other fandoms that I get into is Veronica Mars, which you may have heard me on that podcast. Um, I also love Doctor Who and the score from The Rocketeer. I, I tend, I actually tweet about that way more than I probably should. About any time I hear it, I'll just start bawling. <laughs> oh,
1: that is really specific, Jason. I did not know that about you. <laughs> yes.
0: I think if you look up the rock, search my name in The Rocketeer, there's, it's multiple times on there.
1: <laughs> Fascinating. Because you know what? Don't unfriend me, but I've never seen it. that. I can understand that. I, I totally get okay. that. I think
0: it. Okay. I had a long gap in between when I watched it. And I really I cannot explain why. But anytime the main score plays um, and they actually plays a part of the, um, the Fountain of Nations in Epcot, mm-hmm. it plays as one of their shows. And I will, like I said, just tears like it I'm can't. showing
2: my age, but I had a picture book with the audio cassette tape that would go, you know, in like your Teddy Ruxpin and would, would listen and, and read it
1: that way. That's funny. I, I am, I'm actually, it's, it's on the list of Disney Plus, which again, I know yes. people are like, gosh, does oh, she yeah. just never not talk about Disney? Well, guys, Sorry. I do, I promise. Mm-hmm. Present company not related. really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but it's, uh, the Rocketeer is on the list for Disney Plus. I'm very excited. And yeah, I saw that and I was like, all right, cool. Then I, you know, now have a chance to sit down and watch The Rocketeer once November 12th rolls around. So, anyway, mm-hmm. awesome. All right, so that's Teresa. Lindsay, please introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. I'm Lindsay and I blog at redheadbabymama.com. And the
2: social handles are the same at redheadbabymama. I am a professional costume designer with my MFA in visual costume design. And so I think that is why. I love Disney bounding so much because aside from creating costumes and orders for my private clients, I get to create something for myself and wear it out and have so much fun. And uh, you guys can see I participate in the Disney bounding challenges and the Disney style challenges over on Instagram. And I'm constantly writing uh, blogs about how to create characters and that sort of stuff. So it's very much a a love of mine. And I do cosplay a little bit at D23. Uh, so far I've gone in for the easier packable cosplays being that I'm on the East coast and D23 is on the West coast. I've got to have something that, you know, I can shove in a, uh, a checkable suitcase.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm
1: traveling with crinoline this year. Yep, yep,
0: uh, <laughs> I don't know why I do done. this to myself.
1: Well, and I did not know that about you, Lindsay, until the last uh, podcast interview that we did. I didn't. I didn't realize you had an actual dream. Yes. Yeah. The, I, I. didn't. I just thought you were like crazy smart and talented. Oh. And now, I'm like, <laughs> oh, and she. She is those two. Yes. Yes. She's crazy <laughs> smart, talented. And agreed, guys. So, like, we got we got us an expert here. All right, <laughs> all right. So, um, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to it, I, I'm a theme girl. I mean, I, when I say I love a good theme, that's that's the truth. Is I don't necessarily have to know, all the details about everything. But if there's a group costume, I'm on board. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's yeah. um, some way to celebrate uh, the experience that we're having by way of what we're dressing, I oh, will. Ab- mm-hmm. Yes, I will absolutely put something ridiculous on and do it. And, and I love it. I I feel confident in it. I feel I feel like it's uh, just an extension of me, you know, and so that's mm-hmm. that's why I love to do it and uh, I haven't gotten super far into like the full-on cosplaying uh, Just yet. I most of my stuff has been the run disney costumes uh, for for a while I really went out of my way to make sure that I had something very unique and different for every run disney But of course that was had to be tailored. You had to be able to run in it, mm-hmm. right? So it had to be mm-hmm. a little bit different this year i'm actually putting together a little bit more looks uh, for more towards cosplaying than towards disney bounding but we'll talk about that here in a, in a few minutes but yeah i and, and i and i tend to also do very simple like a lot of color blocking type things for me and also Anything that can be bought on Amazon if it can't be bought. Yeah, that makes it easy. If I can't find it on Amazon, uh, there's a chance that it's probably not gonna work for me. So well, I've got I've got your back. You want a parasol painted, accessories yeah. created, you just give me a call. Exactly. That's everybody needs a friend like Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yay never had a friend like me. Yeah. <laughs> see what you did there. All right. So can one of you pick um, whichever one wants to speak up on this? But define what cosplaying is. Sure. I can talk about cosplay.
0: Um, It's so, you know, it's a combination of two words, costume and play. And it usually refers to when people dress in a full on costume to recreate the appearance of a character or like a a more literal interpretation of something. Uh, A lot of cosplayers will, you know, create their own costumes from sewing. They'll make their own props. I think I've seen one person say that what puts it over the edge from like a Disney bound or just an inspired outfit to cosplay is when you start involving props and wigs. And so I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's I'll let Lindsay talk more about Disney bounding, but yeah, cosplay is. So when you really go into like a very, very detailed specific look and it doesn't even always have to be one character. I've seen somebody do like Jedi princesses, Mm -hmm. you know, combining star Wars and Disney. So it's, once you start to get into a more, you look at them and you can tell exactly they've they've put together a fully composed costume.
1: Mashups are a thing now. I know in the cosplay community, some people frown upon the mashups, but oh, no, I, think I love ma- it. Yeah, I-, I think they're. I think yeah. they're so much fun. I think it's a great way to combine your love of two things and to show even more creativity than just you know trying to be word for word exactly what. Um, you know, what your character is. So yeah, I, I, am I'm down with the, with the mashups personally. All right. So Lindsay, what about Disney bounding? How would you describe, uh, how would you define Disney bounding to somebody who has no idea what we're talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Disney bounding was actually um, the the
2: phrase was coined by Leslie K in her fit to be excited about a vacation. Um, And as you may know, the Disney parks have a rule that on any given day, a person age 14 and older may not wear a costume in the park unless it is Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Um, but seeing as we are all great big children, we want to wear costumes and show <laughs> our love of characters. And so taking everyday clothing pieces and imprinting color blocking um, suggestions of shape, that sort of thing, that finding clothes that a character would wear modern day, that became a way to um, show your characters in the parks and just wear it out. So what I do when I Disney Bound is I go to my own closet. I love to try to find a character in my closet. I have a lot of solid pieces. I'll pull those out and try to see. Okay, I'm doing Scat Cat from the Aristocats. I need a lot of black, touches of red, um, and I personally love almost cosplaying accessories, but bounding. And I know that sounds crazy, but I might have a parasol and paint a trumpet on it. Um, mm-hmm, if I'm mm-hmm. Ursula, I might find a purse that's a shell or something. So that's a, mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably take it to the nth degree,
1: including dapper daying the crap out of it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's what I love to do. And dapper day is a whole nother story. So let's talk a little bit about what you mean by dapper day. Sure. Dapper day is a, uh, biannual day, both
2: at Walt Disney World as well as Disneyland Resort, and sometimes even in Disneyland Paris, where people step out in style, um, bringing back the silhouettes, the clothing pieces of anywhere. I, I think the '30s really to the '60s, because Disneyland was opened in 1955, and people people would come in their kitten heels and their poodle skirts and bobby socks and collars and ties, and so calling back on that wonderful era of fashion and recreating it in the parks today is such fun and such a joy. And I take Disney bounding and dapper and mash those up together and create some really, really fun silhouettes and some of my favorite costumes.
1: It's all about creativity. It's all about mm-hmm. creativity. And it's so much fun that that, you know, whenever I see the Dapper Day pictures come out, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was brilliant. Ah, oh, why didn't I that was I went to Dapper Day once, uh, this has to be at least three years ago. And I did dress up and I was I was adorable. i <laughs> just gotta say, I was <laughs> <one too. laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> I, I did Little Orange Bird and uh so it was it was and I was tickled that people who I was looking at their outfits and going, wow, she looks amazing. They would be like, oh my gosh, we love your orange bird. And I was like, oh, you got it? Cool. Like I did this right. (laughs) Because, (laughs) uh, you know, it was the first time that I had done the combination of the two. And uh, it was so much fun though, to see just how creative people would get. And I think you guys might know my friend Nicole. She's been on the podcast before a couple of times as well, but Nicole is a genius when it comes to this kind of stuff too. And she's she keeps she, just in my head every time I think of putting something together. I remember Nicole's ma- my mantra that's basically it's all in the details. It's all in the details. Mm-hmm. It's all in the details. And so even if I might add some little thing that just I notice I know it's there, right? And so I mm-hmm. like to do that. I like to do that too. But yeah, that's so. That's a good explanation between cosplaying, Disney bounding, and then we threw in Dapper Day there too. Um, where where would you cosplay or Disney bound? Like, where have you done this before? You would definitely not, as she said, not cosplay in the Disney parks.
0: <laughs> they do they frown against that? Um, so, and I think that's where, like I said, that's kind of where Disney bounding came out of as a chance to get dressed up and. Put your own, what I love about it is you get a chance to put your own twist on it. So, no one's Disney Bound is going to look like somebody else's. Mm -hmm. So, and it's something that you could wear, you know, I could wear a Disney Bound Mm -hmm, to work. mm -hmm. Nobody would probably recognize it. I would know what I I was doing. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then cosplay, you see more typically at conventions like Comic Con, D23 Expo. Um I think some people would have like specific gatherings. Um so I know the the 501st is Star Wars. It's people who, you know, do very detailed recreations of costumes from the Star Wars universe. So I think when, when you have like a more organized event, I think is when you would typically see I cosplay. Think that's fair. I
2: will say that I will say that Mickey's not so scary Halloween party does oh, yes. welcome costumes for ages zero
0: to, you know,
2: 120. And you are welcome to wear wigs, wings, tutus... Um, face paint, um, all that stuff is completely welcome. No masks. So being a stormtrooper is quite difficult. You cannot have clothing that drags the ground. So let's say you wanted to have a cape or be Maleficent. You have to have that hem level up, but you can cosplay your little heart out um, with the rest of those rules. And I've seen some beautiful Briar Roses and Prince Phillips and just some Gorgeous, gorgeous pieces being made and
1: shown at those parties. Yeah, you know, that's true. Uh, we've we've dressed up a couple of times uh, and gone like just like you said, a, a little bit more to the extreme for the Halloween party um, last year. I wore my Aurora wig, long sleeves, long pajama box. Oh golly! In oh right, like ninety-five <laughs> degree weather because of Wreck It Ralph too. <laughs> And, but, and your, your picture on the bench yeah, is so then, cute. Then it's I, really I like. upped it, of course, because that's what I do. I had to lay out <laughs> and get a picture of me sleeping <laughs> because I was pretending to be sleeping beauty. Da, da, da. Uh, anyway, it was, it was really cute. I'll, I'll throw that in there. But that was it was so much fun. But when I walked in, uh, a cast member looked at me. She said, honey, if it gets too hot, you take that wig off. And I was like. i was like ma'am i have some pictures planned and then i do have like a full change if i need to change out of this because you are right it was just so hot that day because this was like i don't know it was like end of august maybe or early september when we went and so it was super super hot in orlando so you do have to keep that in mind if you go to if i wore an elbow length purple wig last august 31st mm -hmm. um as Madame Mim. And Madame Roo, Mim. Oh, yeah,
2: that was a that was a warm season. Uh, there's also,
1: to point this out, there's actually a kind of a dapper day type thing that goes on at Universal Orlando as well. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. but I I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they call it nine and three quarters day. And so obviously- <laughs> Yeah, I heard about it recently. I was like, oh, I need yeah, to do that. Yeah, and uh, I think last year was like in November is when they did this. But how cute is that? They do like a dapper day with the Harry Potter thing which is like speaking my nerd love language so well I'm gonna have to start playing the uh, yes. vacation so y'all <laughs> let me you know when you're free say, so when are we going Lindsay because <laughs> I mean seriously I'm not kidding <laughs> I think that would be really cute and a lot of fun tell me about your favorite cosplay or Disney bound look that you've ever 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 put together what, what's been your favorite look that you've done
0: I have one of each uh it's hard to choose between them I like that I don't do much cosplay but I, if, I find my own twist on it when I do. So the past few years, the Baltimore Orioles, I'm, I'm from Maryland. I love the Orioles. Uh, they've been doing, they've been showing movies and you can either sit on the field and watch or you can sit in the stands and they're all baseball themed movies that they'll play after a game. So this year they did A League of Their Own, which is a oh. top five movie for mm-hmm. me. So I put together a Baltimore Orioles version of the Rockford Peach their face called dresses. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that one, because it was a very much more literal interpretation of that, you know, it was kind of fit the cosplay. So I had my. My button-up, um, my button-up jersey. I did a short white skirt. I did some orange knee socks, some sneakers, and I bought like a hat that fits more of that style from that era. Adorable. And so it was a lot of fun. Adorable. Yes, I that was my cosplay. And then I did a Disney Bound recently that was Ariel, and that one was sort of inspired. I had a dress that just the colors felt mermaid-ish to me. It wasn't you know not a purple top, green bottom that people would typically do but it was very very sea like colors and so i paired that i had some these dangling seashell earrings i got an aerial bow band that was the head like the mermaid um scales and some red sunglasses that I put together. And I did some photos of that around the the Mermaid Lagoon in Magic Kingdom. And it's just, I love doing it, especially when I have an idea of a place in the park that I can mm-hmm, go to take mm-hmm. the pictures to kind of tie everything together. I'm telling
1: you, it's all about the theme. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> all right, what about you, Lindsay?
2: <laughs> That's so hard. So I haven't cosplayed as much as I... Like, be, probably because I, I Disney bound so hard, um, in my regular life as well as in my park visits. I did a little Walt Disney World tribute to Trader Sam the last time I went to D23. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a, it was a gender bend. And come to find out, a lot of people that go to D23 are West Coast based and their Trader Sam looks one hundred percent different right. <laughs> than our Trader Sam. Um, I didn't know that for a long time, and so people would look at me crazy, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm Trader Sam." Um, but it was it was a lot of fun to create the skirt and to craft the jewelry and things like that. Um, as far as Disney bounds go, God, all my dapper bounds I feel are more fun than my everyday's probably because I don't know they're very they're very special to me. My most recent birthday, I did a celebration Minis birthday dress dapper disney bound um and wore it on my birthday to see minnie on her birthday on dapper day and the culmination of that was just so delightful um i had an aladdin Mickey Mouse lunchbox that I use as a purse. I painted a <laughs> Um, I had bows all over my body, painted dots and things like that. I actually just put a tutorial up on my website about how I made that celebration dress. Uh, but that was that's probably been my favorite so far.
1: Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I've done a, I've done a little bit of the cosplay thing. I did a, um, it turned out to be, it fit well. I did a running costume cosplay of uh, Vanellope von Schweetz. I did too. Uh, Oh. Yeah, last November. And you know, because my hair was brown, I didn't have to wear any extra wigs or nothing, but I did like hand stitch the stuff on my sweatshirt and I painted those dang leggings and I <laughs> made this made this whole detailed costume um but it was really cute and it was actually a lot more a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. That one wasn't too hard to do. And again, everything on Amazon, people. Heard that. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, the other one that I really thought was fun was also from Wreck-It Ralph and that was the Sleeping Sleeping Beauty Princess that I mentioned. You were so cute. <laughs> it was, it, it just, it turned out great. And I had a really fantastic photographer in uh, Brittany V Hill <laughs> who took an adorable picture. Yeah, she's, her pictures are so good. Her <laughs> pictures are so good. Yes. That's the other thing is if you've got somebody who can take good pictures of you, it makes this whole costuming thing so worth her it to best. have, you know? Yeah. We talked about how we got, how you got into it, right? Like where you start. Did no, we talk about not this? yet. Not yet. Okay. Then, then we'll go there now. <laughs> um, how did, how did you guys get into doing this? Like, where did you start with the love of this way? Of expressing yourself.
0: So, similar to Lindsay, I also have a theater background, uh, not not as extensively, but I grew up, I loved doing plays. I was always willing, ready to do a performance, even if it was just in my bedroom for myself. (laughs) Um, so I love just dressing up at any opportunity. Um, but Disney bounding specifically was actually through a spring dapper day a few years ago. I had a trip that was finally overlapping with it. And I remember thinking, you know, I want to do a Disney twist on something. I don't just want to go out with, you know, with a outfit from that era. So I just kept thinking and I came back to Clarice the Chipmunk It was one of my favorite Disney characters, even though she only appeared in one short. And (laughs) I knew that was for that outfit. I knew there was nobody else was going to be dressed as that. (laughs) So it was just helpful. Um, But I also knew I was going to have to do a lot of details in order for anybody to kind of have a guess for who I was. So I found I looked a long time. Thank you, Amazon, for a dress that would be a similar color as the one that she wears. And then after that, it was just all accessories. So I've got these, she wears a lei around her neck and she has this, yellow flower like uh, fascinator that she wears and so I found this like chunky yellow flower necklace I did a headband with a, a big yellow flower on it because I'm not as crafty as Lindsay is in terms of creating those types of elements and then I just found some like little brown shoes like definitely wear flats if you're Disney bounding or if you're doing cosplay uh, like Dapper Day. But yeah, so I put it all together. And I actually did have a few people who were able to identify who I was. I remember running Dapper Day was in Epcot that day, but I ran over to Hollywood Studios so I could get a picture with Chip and Dale. (laughs) And I think that's what finally helped sell it with everybody.
2: And it's really cute. That was the day I met you in person. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> we had been internet friends for a while, and you were so
0: cute. I was, like I said, and that was my first time finally getting into it. I'm like, I see why everybody loves this so much. Yeah. And so it just kind of – it was not downhill after there, but it it took off after that point. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. All right.
2: I first Disney-bounded – I well, I'm going to have – way back in the day, right? I would walk around my house dressed up like – um, Dorothy from the wizard of Oz, definitely Alice in Wonderland and would wear these outfits out to, with my mom to the grocery store and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if that's Disney bounding before it's time, <laughs> but definitely where I got my start as an adult. Um, once again, costuming, you know, it's always played a part in my everyday life. Uh, but when I did my first run Disney race in 2014, I believe it was, After the first Wreck-It Ralph had come out, my very first running costume was (laughs) Vanellope. And I took many, many mint tank tops that were not in fashion and crafted a halter with a hoodie and um, created hand-sculpted hair ornaments and did skirts and stuff. I even made my husband a Wreck-It Ralph running shirt, and he's not a (laughs) costume guy at all. That's where I started. And then the next one was a Make It Pink, Make It Blue messy paint version of Sleeping Beauty running. And that was so much fun and very challenging to sew all that knit together. But that was great. Um, My very first Dapper Day was the same weekend that Teresa was talking about that I finally made a trip on Dapper Day. And uh, my husband and I were orange birds. So we have a lot of overlapping uh, yeah. uh, characters and days happening here. But, you know, since then, it's escalated. You know, I'm going to um, Galaxy's Edge very soon and planning a Porg Disney bound. And my mom's like rolling around. She's <laughs> like, you're going to Disney again. Yep, of course I am. And I'm going to dress up and this is what I'm wearing. And
1: For 36 hours. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> and
1: it's it's going to be great. I'm dying laughing that you're going to be a Porg. Because,
2: I am. I'm totally going to be a porg <laughs> because
1: uh, that's funny because I, I made a note like to say I still don't know what I'm going to wear to Galaxy's Edge. I had not even a, a porg had not even crossed my mind, Lindsay. So. Oh, it's happening!
2: Right. It's happening! I just ordered my parasol <laughs> to paint my porg on it. I got my sunglasses and my
1: headband. Excellent! Excellent! So, excellent! Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I also started with the Ren Disney. I think that's where uh, the creativity that was that was part of the fun for me. And I know on the boards and everybody complains about well, you don't train, but you worry about your costume.
2: Yes, yes. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, priorities. <laughs> kind of, and I will admit that I will admit that I am I am not there for the running. I am there for the spectacle and the yeah. fun, and I don't think there's anything wrong nope. with that. That's also where this whole no guilt comes in. Is that I'm not going to let anybody tell me I'm doing it wrong because it's my life, not yours, right? right. And uh, so, but yeah, that that was where it started with me was finding costumes and finding things to wear uh, for these run Disney's races. And for a while, they got more and more elaborate, and now I've kind of backed off, and now I'm down to like you know a cute skirt and a shirt or maybe i'll i'll dress up for one race like actually put some effort into it um but the other races will just be more casual because i have just found like the time is not there to prepare (laughs) as much as it once was in my life things have just gotten a little bit nuts here uh but but that's this leads me to my next thing as far as like tips and tricks that you have up your sleeve or suggestions that you would give to someone if they ever wanted to start a uh, cosplay or Disney bound. And one of the first early tricks that I figured out and it was trial and error was when I was running, I knew what I was comfortable in and I knew what uh, types of um, shirts, what types of skirts, running skirts I liked and I, and I wanted to wear. Now, if you go out and buy all these adorable, cute prints, Good luck trying to make that into a costume because it don't work. I agree. Solids are, are a key element. Solids are your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, solids were your friend. And that was what I finally figured out. So when I'd find like a, a shirt that I loved for one outfit, if they had, you know, shirts in red, blue, green, yellow, I'd go ahead and snap those up because I knew somewhere down the line I could repurpose those shirts for another costume, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, shoot, red, green, blue right there. You got Huey doing (laughs) it. So um, so things like that. And I I went and I bought um, a bunch of skirts that were all just solid. So, you know, I had black, I had brown, I had white, I had uh, navy blue, I had bright blue, I had yellow, I had purple, I had, you know, just plain skirts so that then I could fashion whatever I needed to. I mean, once overnight, literally overnight, I came to the idea that I wanted to run as the Purple Wall oh, at yes. Disney World, <laughs> and the only reason I could pull that off was because I had a purple shirt that happened to match the purple skirt, and I was like, "Okay, done. I've got those two. Now I got to. F- I figured out the rest. Which in this case, I, I created a frame, a- an Instagram frame, because the Purple Wall is very mm-hmm. Instagram worthy, and mm-hmm. I printed. I had these printed out really big at uh, Walgreens. And so we ran with the frames and we stopped so pictures and two of my friends dressed up as two other walls, but we did like the color blocking idea to, to pull this off and people knew who we were. They knew what we were running as. So it worked. Uh, um, but so that's kind of my first tip and well, I guess it's actually my second, cause I've already extolled the virtues of Amazon prime, but um, I'd say it's great. I'd, I'd also say color blocks, uh, color, just, you know, if you're trying to build up a wardrobe and like how Lindsay mentioned that she goes to her closet first and looks. That's what I do too, is I go and I look and see what I already have and what I can build off that Mm -hmm. base um, before I commit myself to anything. And that's the same thing, even with cosplay. And I'll talk about that in just a minute, but those two are my biggest uh, tips. Then my third tip is do not, do not forget your local thrift shop. You can buy some cheap pieces that are just perfect for whatever you're trying to pull off for dirt cheap. So while Amazon is good, sometimes the thrift shop is better. (laughs) And your friend's closets can be even better.
2: Uh, Yes. When I did the Disney bounding Instagram challenge in March, my goal was to buy nothing and I borrowed or sourced everything for all, oh gosh, I think I did 27 days. There was a couple couple movies I had admittedly never seen like Treasure Planet. Um, But yeah, I didn't buy a thing and that was very hard, but very fun.
0: That's awesome. Well, that's what I, I do my best. Like I said, I work with as much in my closet as I can. And if I'm going to buy something, I have to know I'm going to, I can wear it in my daily life. I'm not going to buy something just for mm-hmm. a bound. I, like I will <laughs> say my, my bow bands are the exception because I, I love them and I, I can't, I don't wear them as often as home as I would like to. Like I said, I want to go with everything that's in my closet so I can put it together as cheaply as possible. I want to make sure that I'm buying things that I will use frequently. I'm legitimately guilty of buying
2: stuff and be like, I'll just be Madame Mim again one day.
0: Like I said, I think for me, the other tip is, you know, think, I feel like accessories are what always tie everything together. Um, and so I think don't, you know, focus on your, your main outfit, but think of like just what little, little pieces that you can add to it that represent your own style and that are just kind of a fun way to, you know, bring, like I said, with Ariel, I did the red sunglasses cause I don't have red hair and I'm not, I'm, I'm not wearing a wig in Florida. <laughs> it's just not something I want to do. So I found that, you know, something red, make sure if you look at your outfit that you have put together, see if there are any other just little distinguishing aspects that you're missing. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be, you know, it can be a bracelet to represent something. It can be, you know, a shade of eyeshadow that you're doing. It's just find Find little ways that you can get as many elements as you can.
1: It's funny. It's funny that you said that about the wigs because, um, so my next question is going to be about your next Disney Bounder cosplay look. And I have two planned for D23 Expo. Um, the third day, I haven't quite decided yet what I'm going to do about that yet. I may not do anything. I might just wear a cute T-shirt and call it good. <laughs> um, but this has evolved. So yeah. the first and, and the, where it started was I bought that. Aurora wig that I've worn once. And I was looking at this wig, going, okay, it's D23 Expo. It's Disneyland. I can, I can wear an Aurora wig, right? I can make this Mm -hmm. work. And uh, so then I had to start kind of, that's where my wheels started turning as to what I could do with this that I decided it's a, it's a mashup. And it's really, I guess, I don't know that I I don't know that it's cosplay, except that it has a wig. And so like when we were talking earlier, and you said when you add the wig or add the accessories that that kind of pushes it to the next level, I'm like, maybe it's cosplay, maybe it's Disney bound, I don't know, but it's a mashup. And I'm doing a um, we're actually there's gonna be a, a, a small group of us, but we're going to be musketeers but we're all going to be Princess musketeers In this case, I'm going to wear a pink skirt with a blue mock turtleneck sleeveless mock turtleneck with you know the with aurora across my chest (laughs) Um, and I'm gonna have the ears with pink and blue bow on the head with this crazy blonde wig and that all started because I had the skirt I had the wig I had the mouse ears I really just had to go and buy the shirt. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So so that one worked out well. I was like, I want to do this on a budget and I also want to be super comfortable. And I figured this would be I would be comfortable enough in this outfit. And that's where that started. The next thing I know, I have talked to myself into also doing and I and originally it was gonna be a straight cosplay of a Scarlet Witch. I was gonna do a Scarlet Witch. Mm. And with Scarlet Witch, the reason was she just wears a black dress, right? and some black boots and anyway i was looking at it going it's not too hard i can pull this together i can make this work well i am going to make it work but somebody else mentioned something about the mousketeer idea so now she's turned into wanda the mousketeer <laughs> i kind of love that <laughs> it's it's it, but it's it's a little crazy and i and i do think the difference is again I, I could disney bound it and i think by in my definition of it if i keep the wig off then it's just Patty with her brown hair and I'm in the color blocking of Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, you know, and so, and Wanda across my chest and you would say, oh, she's Disney bounding as Wanda Maximoff, the mouse Mouseketeer. But when I put the wig on and put the makeup on, I feel like that pushes it over to costuming. Yes. Yes, that would push it to a mashup cosplay. A mashup cosplay. Don't you think that's what it kind of does? Anyway, so I just, it was funny because when I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I just kind of love this idea and think it's, it's different. So I'm going to, I'm going to roll with this because I figured there will be many um, Scarlet Witches at this particular convention, particularly with the Disney, the Disney Plus mm-hmm, announcement mm-hmm. and such. So I, and I know uh, and this isn't, you know, I'm not like putting myself down or anything, but I know I'm not at that commitment level to do a kick a Scarlet Witch, like straight Scarlet Witch cosplay. Like there's going to be some amazing Scarlet Witches out there. And I was like, I don't want to compete or feel like I'm competing. Not that they think I'm competing. I would just feel that way, you know? But so I, I twist, I tweaked it a little bit to make it a little bit different. And that's what I've decided to do for those of my two that I have now. So now I'm like, so do I go with a third Mouseketeer look <laughs> for the third day? <laughs> That'd be kind of a great picture for you. So you
0: have Disney princess, you have Marvel, so you need Star Wars. I,
1: I feel like I need Star Wars. Oh, I was gonna say villain. I was gonna say a villain. Well, mousketeer. I could be. I could be a villain musketeer in the Star Wars world. Like, I mean, Captain Phasma. Oh, yes, Phasma musketeer, which just sounds hilarious to even think about that. But that would be kind of cool, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah, now you guys are okay. So now I'm like, all right, I gotta do Star Wars. Just saying, <laughs> black dress, silver accents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, red capelet. I mean, that could go. That could go some fun. We, places. we could have some fun with that. So anyway, we'll 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 see. Well, now that you've said that, I'm like, all right, well, now I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> what what are, what are your next looks? What are you guys pulling together? I've heard Porgs. Yep, Porg
2: is coming. Also, that same trip, um, I'm hitting up Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And um, appropriate for the Florida summer, uh, C-3PO with the red arm. <laughs> so we're, we're all going as droids to the Halloween party. And uh you know, it's it's going to be hot, and I'm not wearing gold armor all <laughs> over my whole body. <laughs> but it's good. It's going to be a you know a challenge and fun. Like you'll definitely see C3PO, see uh, but it will it will push more into cosplay and costume than it is
1: a Disney. Oh, game. that's fun. That's fun. What about you, Teresa? Are you are you ready to spill, or do you want to keep that to close to the chest?
0: I know okay. I can. I so I have five <laughs> ready to go. Yes, girl. Tell <laughs> me. I'm so normal. So I do have a. A Jedi Disney bound that I guess is more prequel-ish Jedi, mm-hmm. like Obi-Wan prequel Jedi that I'm going to be doing for the Galaxy's Edge Passholder okay. preview. Um, and then for – I have four things for the time period around um, Expo, and I'm, I haven't figured out what days I'm doing them yet. But I have an Enchanted Tiki Room uh, outfit. I have it? a dapper Captain Marvel. Cute. Oh, I can't wait to I, see it. I have a professional Mickey, which is all taken from piece clothes that I wear to the office every day. So it's, it's professional Mickey. And then, oh, I have a, um, Epcot pavilion themed outfit. Oh, <laughs> that I every it, that one has a lot of accessories and I think I have. I have all of the future world pavilions <laughs> highlighted in some oh way. God, so <laughs> I was going to say, like, I need to see this.
2: Yes. I'm so intrigued. Yeah.
0: Well, and I also in, if I don't wear that during expo, I'm going to a retro magic um, one day conference in October. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's all about um, Epcot history. So I know I'm going to wear it for that. I'm, But because of all the Epcot announcements that mm-hmm. will be at expo, mm-hmm. I'm, Bringing it, I might have to do like a quick bathroom change at some point um, to get a picture. Depending on what they have at the the pavilion, it's going to be showcasing all of the changes for EPCOT. So I think I think that's everything that I have right now. I love it. (laughs) There may be one or two others that are in the process.
1: I love it. Well, now I feel like I need to go uh, tweak an outfit or two or figure out what to do with Galaxy's Edge because you know originally I was like I'm just going to wear a shirt. And I was actually going to make a shirt and put it up in a shop to sell. And then it, it has not happened. See, my life is just not <laughs> conducive to all these great ideas that I have. Uh, so that hasn't happened yet. Um, so that leaves me with, I just am not quite sure what I want to do. But because I do, I am so excited about the immersion aspect of this land. I feel like it's, mm-hmm. I know, for example, there's online in, in one or two of the groups that I've I've seen, they're actually doing uh they create their own background characters and they show up kind of cosplaying and walk around the land in their own Batu characters like people have gone <laughs> to that extent with this land at Disneyland and I love that idea like that I could you know show up as a Batuian um but I just don't know what that would look like and I don't know that I have the time to, to pull it together but uh, right. <laughs> but I, I I thought that was a really Cool idea. It would be completely just for me. Nobody else would understand what the heck I was doing. I've got I've, I've got some silhouettes in my head now. So you're going to have to come out.
0: <laughs> this conversation will continue oh, after yes. the podcast. After <laughs>
1: recording, we're gonna we're gonna hash this out. But uh, but yeah, apparently you know there there are a couple of people that have have created these. They're Disneyland locals, and they have fallen so much in love with the land that they have created these you know alter egos or whatever, and they go and it's just I love that. I ho- I just love that whole idea, and I love that's what. You know, going to places and going to experiences like an expo, a con, uh, Disney World, Disneyland, you know, that 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 allows us to to bring out the fun stuff like this. And that if you're smart about it, you don't also have to go broke trying to do it either. Uh, mm-hmm. Another really big tip. And this is something that I learned from the run Disney days is uh, November 1st, your booty shows up at Target. And you, you <laughs> clean out the kids' costume aisle, guys, because yep. everything's on sale now. You can't fit it. Trust me, I can't fit it. <laughs> but I bought a Captain America child's costume one year uh, for on November first, and I was able to snip off bits and pieces and turn that. And in, in, in I. Applied it to my adult size costume. Um, I had a shirt that um, that was a Captain America. Basically, I, I added all of the like leather type pieces to it, and it was very simple. Even I don't sew or anything. It was simple. I could hand sew these things on, and I was able to really gussy up a very simple plain shirt. To give it that extra edge, and it's it's one of my favorite running costumes ever. It was a running shirt that I just added these pieces from a kids costume that I took and, and cut everything up. My daughter ran with me uh, that year as um, she was Iron Man, I was Captain America, and we did the same thing with her costume. She wore a shirt, but then we added some pieces that we pulled off of a kids costume that we paid like fucks for. Like it, you know, there's that's another really good tip if you think that you have costumes somewhere down the pipe that you might want to try to put together or cosplaying of any sort, go take a stroll through the aisles and see what you can find on sale right after Halloween. Cause you, you might find something that would work for you. That's true. I mean, and
0: even if it's not necessarily during Halloween or right after the like the dollar, $2 section that target has right up front, there's usually something you can find there that you can well, put yeah, to use later. Flat
1: black pit of a money Suck, and I love it totally totally I mean you know you can pick up a few things and if you ever use them awesome if you never use them well you spent a buck or two right right Mm -hmm. you know Uh, (laughs) anyway well definitely if anybody has any ideas for a Disney bound or a fun costume that i can pull together i am open all ears uh, to any suggestions uh, send them my way you can find me on twitter at no guilt life or of course you can go to the blog which is no dot and leave me a comment and i'll see it and i'd love any suggestions that you have but just remember it has to be found on amazon prime because That's how I roll. (laughs) That's how I roll. (laughs) Well, thanks for fangirling with us today. And if you loved what you heard, we'd appreciate those five star reviews. You you might not realize most people don't. Um, I was actually having this conversation offline with somebody else today. But leaving a positive review and hitting those five stars is something the podcast providers pay attention to when it comes to how a podcast might show up in search uh, in the algorithms and that sort of thing. So it is appreciated if you, if you find it in your heart to go ahead and press that button or leave a review, it's super appreciated. And uh, I know I I'd say, thanks. I actually just had one uh, earlier this week from Megan and she was super, super sweet and said, this is a great podcast for fellow fangirls, And I do appreciate that. So, we will be back next week. And of course, I will be back on Monday to talk about the movies that I saw over the weekend. And there's some good ones coming out. Uh, until then, fangirl on, everyone. And thanks, Teresa. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you.